0: Hello and a very warm welcome to you, my dear listener. This is the New Life Program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. My dear listener, very glad that you're tuned in. To start off the show is Lydia Acheing. who will be talking about Seek More to Understand on Family Life. Then later on, Ian Muse will join us in the Bible segment with the topic The Price of the Cruise. But first, let's get the song Room Enough by Gloria Singers. Stay tuned.
1: There'll be room enough. Room enough. There'll be room enough for the end. Heaven is a wonderful and beautiful home. There'll be room enough for everyone. Well, there'll be room enough. There'll be room room enough for the young and the old Heaven is a wonderful and beautiful home There'll be room enough for everyone for everyone. Well.
0: Dear listener that was room enough by Gloria singers you're listening to the new life program coming to you live from the heart of nairobi this is adventist World radio the voice of hope coming up is lydia Acheng with more on seek more to understand stay tuned and be on the know
2: Hello, dear listener. Welcome to today's Family Life program. I'm your presenter, Lydia Aching. Today, we'll talk about how to seek more to understand. Lord, grant that I may seek more to understand than to be understood. That was said by Saint Francis of Assisi. How many of us can truthfully say that when we are in conflict with our spouse, we seek more to understand them than to be understood? I have to admit that my wanting to understand my husband's viewpoint when we're in conflict, particularly when I'm upset with him, is too often overshadowed by my wanting him to understand my viewpoint instead of the other way around. How I wish it weren't true, but it is. But with God's help I'm changing, I know it's important to do so. It's important to embrace the truth in the Bible where God says, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 2, A fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights in airing his own opinions. Let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 13. He who answers before listening, that is his folly and his shame. The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge. The ears of the wise seek it out. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 15. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, for man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. But when I'm upset with my husband, I have a tendency to lean more toward wanting to be understood rather than to understand, and I know this can be a problem when I allow myself to give in to this temptation. Do you find yourself caught up in this same situation at times? Can you imagine what would happen in our relationship if we all held the attitude, Lord, grant that I may seek more to understand than to be understood. Most conflicts would quickly dissolve because most are the result of each person holding to a different assumption. In Josh McDowell's book, he says, If you want to handle your conflicts in a biblical way, you must remember this question. What does God want to teach me in this conflict? Whatever it is, I can learn from it. So, for those of us who struggle to understand what God can teach us through conflict, listen to the following, which is found in the book The Secret of Loving by Josh McDowell. He refers to it as a winning formula. Here is what he says. Let me show you a fabulous four-point outline for resolving conflict found in the first five verses of chapter 7 of Matthew verse 1 and 2 say do not judge lest you be judged for in the way you judge you will be judged and by your standard or measure it will be measured to you this tells us to be humble in verse 3 and why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that is in your own eye here we are clearly told to be honest I don't think I have ever been involved in a conflict where there wasn't a log in my own eye how about you? then in verse 4 we read or how can you say to your brother let me take the speck out of your eye and behold the log is in your own eye the lesson here is integrity and finally in verse 5 we are commanded to deal with conflict in love you hypocrite first take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye jesus calls us to be humble to be honest, to exercise integrity, and to demonstrate love. Here's the danger. You can get wrapped up so easily in seeking revenge and in wanting to get even in a conflict that you miss what God wants you to learn in the situation. The focus should be on finding out what God is saying to you. This requires a willingness to admit that you are not perfect. Your prayer and mine ought to be, Lord, give me the strength to admit my shortcomings. Admitting is not a sign of weakness, rather it takes courage to admit that you are wrong. As you acknowledge a weakness in your own life, you immediately become more able to accept a weakness in someone else's life. A willingness to be corrected is another requirement if you are to learn God's lesson for you. We can easily be more blinded to our own faults than someone else's. A proper attitude and willingness to change are also vital. In every situation, you should have the desire to come out a better person, a better servant, and a better friend. With these attitudes, you will set the Holy Spirit free to do His work. And to that we say, Amen. We are told in the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 to 32. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Be imitators of God as dearly loved children and live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. We pray that all of us will learn what God is trying to teach us and that we will set the Holy Spirit free in our lives to do His work in and through us. This material is provided by Marriage Missions International. Until next time, God bless you.
0: For those of you who are just joining us, this is the new live program with me, Monica Kamokwa, your host, coming to you live from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya or email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Now that that is off the way, here is a song, Death, by Gloria Singers. You are listening to the new Life program, coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel.
1: i I really have no answer. It's like rubbing and someone marks with the new razor, and then I turn and we I can never understand.
0: My dear listener, thanks for choosing our station, We Are Because You Are. And now, please join me as I welcome Ian Muse for the Bible segment. His message today is, The Price of the Cross. Be blessed.
3: I greet you, dear listener, in the name of Jesus Christ and welcome to our study today. Feel at home. The topic of our study is Prize of the Cross. I am your presenter, Ian Musa. The price of redemption had been paid. Was it too high? For multiplied millions, it was an empty investment. A wasted sacrifice. They would likely esteem the entire transaction and reject it out of hand. But what about you? Now that you see a little clearer what it cost, do you find yourself responding to the investment he made in your salvation? So far we have focused upon the enormous scope of the atonement, how it provided for every man, woman and child who has ever lived. This emphasis should not obscure that terribly personal aspect of what he did. The quality of that love which brought Jesus to his death on the cross was such that he would have made the same sacrifice for even one soul. I need to remind myself every day that God not only so loved the world, but He so loved me that he gave his Son. The genius of the entire plan of salvation revolves around the application of his death to individuals. Christ's love for people is repeatedly dramatized in the Bible. We see it in his time-consuming, one-person interviews. Some of his most significant spiritual discourses were delivered to single individuals. We see it also in the dangerous voyage he made across the sea to deliver the Gadarin demoniac. It occupied fully two days of his precious time to cross that stormy water and return. Only one man was directly contacted during the unpleasant excursion, but that man later turned the world countryside toward the savior. We must watch Jesus relate to Nicodemus, the leper, the harlot, and the spice tax accessor before we can understand the value of a single soul. He took time with people regardless of their position or possessions. The woman of Samaria was just another shameless community character. When Christ took the opportunity to engage her in a conversation that turned her life upside down, undoubtedly, Jesus looked at each other person as a candidate for eternal life. How else can you explain his association with Simon, Zacchaeus, and Mary Magdalene? He saw in every soul the glorious potential of reflecting his own holy character for both time and eternity. He saw there the reason for his incarnation. Each soul was the one he had come to redeem. Those were the faces which came into his mind as he hung on the cross, strengthening him to drain the cup of his suffering. One of the most astounding statements in the Bible about the atonement is found in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. How could that terrible experience on the cross have any joy connected with it? We are assured that some joyful motive guarded him for the shame and humiliation of the crucifixion. What was the joy that was set before him, here lies the secret of his self-abnegation. He did it in the strength of the anticipated joy of opening wide the gates of paradise to welcome us into his never-ending kingdom. It was love for us and a desire to be with us for eternity, which led him to endure the undurable. Here is a positive assurance that he was thinking of you and me as he bore the wrenching cruelties of the cross. Is one soul worth such an infinite prize? In the light of eternity, the answer is yes. Consider the amazing fact that one redeemed soul will outlive all the combined years of earth's total population eventually in eternity the life of that one person will outstrip by a million times all the lifespans of all the inhabitants of this world put together in this sense one saved person represents more life more accomplishment and greater fulfillment than all the lost people combined jesus must have recognized that truth every time he looked into the face of a man woman or child in even the most degraded human being so alive that could memorialize his love for longer than time had been computed with these glimpses into the real cost of calvary how could anyone lightly esteem his mission to planet earth you can be that soul who will bear an everlasting witness to the love and grace of our savior never so much been provided for Solid, by a single step of faith we may exchange the deadly birthright of the first adam for the unsearchable riches of the second adam in a moment of surrender and acceptance we begin to share the life he deserved because he was willing to bear the guilt, condemnation, and death we deserved. What an accident! It will be the exaltless theme of our study for all eternity. And as ages roll by, we will continue to get new, thrilling insights into the nature of his un- atoning love and sacrifice. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation Hebrews 2 verse 3 So great, so very great There is no answer to the question because there is no escape Accept that salvation now that costs so much to provide Don't neglect it another moment Are you one who has been postponing the day of decision that unreserved surrender of your will? Please let me address you for a moment There is a small chance that you may be right and that you will have another opportunity. But it is only a chance. There is another chance that you are dead wrong. You are gambling over the salvation of your soul. You are playing a deadly game of Russian roulette over eternal life. Every day that passes, the stakes go higher and higher, and your chances of winning become less and less. The cards are stacked against you. Why gamble that? you will have another chance in the future. You don't have to gamble. You have a chance right now. Listener, the door of the ark is still open, and it's only a step inside. Why not settle the uncertainty this very moment? Surrender your will and say yes to the loving Savior who longs to give you his peace and assurance. Then you shall find peace in your soul forever and ever. Amen. I was your presenter, Ian Muse. Do have a blessed time.
0: My dear listener, thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you are blessed just like I was. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276, Code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you, apparently.
1: In heaven, there'll be room enough for the young and Heaven is a wonderful and beautiful home that will be room enough for everyone. Well, there'll be room enough in heaven, Luminous. there'll be room enough for the young and Heaven Luminous. is a wonderful and beautiful home that will be room enough for everyone. And is a wonderful, beautiful home He'll be up and comes to take me home above to dust that will return